0: Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. I am absolutely delighted because the guest I have today is going to share some updated information about things that you need to know. It's exciting because often we talk about finances, we sometimes talk about the big picture, and often I try to bring information that's going to be things you need to know. There are tools and resources that are going to be directly related to your finances and today this is something that you need to know it's going to directly impact what is happening with your future and some of you it's gonna directly impact right now with me today um, my guest has for over 30 years been involved with dedicating herself to helping clients secure financial affairs in fact She started at a very young age, she was swindled out of her life savings, um, and it was by a trusted friend, in fact, um, or trusted advisor, and oftentimes they are, our advisors are our friends. Once we trust somebody, we really connect to that person, and they become more than just someone who advises us. They become really a good resource and, and a friend. And this misfortune really took her to another level. It motivated her into creating bad things and changing those bad things and making them a much brighter future for for someone else. And she has taken all of that and created something where she's been responsible for making financial advice and tax, tax saving strategies and moving those things into clientele and growing and protecting retirement nest eggs this is really crucial and this is something that we're going to talk about today because it's really important with what's going on with something that just happened and she's protecting people from having turbulent future with finances and in fact this is something that we need to talk about because we're talking about strategy. And strategy comes from prevention and it comes from also taking what is happening now and changing a situation that might not be something you wanna have happening. So you could be in the middle of something that could be catastrophic, you could be in the middle of something that Is at the beginning stages of catastrophic and you could be in a situation where you just have something really really catastrophic happen and now what do you do so we have a lot of prevention beginning middle end and it can all change and it can change for the better and this is the person that you want to talk to about it because she's been devoted to it she knows about it she's been there she can identify with what you're going through and she's on top of it. So on top of it that a situation that just happened recently, she knows about it and in depth, absolutely in depth over 30 years. She's just been just pioneering this whole thing and her and pioneer is a word for one of our accomplishment accomplishments, including earning, earning the pioneer service excellence award. Um, the AMS inventor of the year award, um, the Richard M. Metcalf award. She has so many awards behind her name. There is so much more. She's been guest speakers on a number and appearances on a number of and um, on a number of shows. There's just so much more. She's been featured in magazines. She's been on conferences in a number of different places. And I want to bring her to the show because. She is She is strategic, and she's influential, and she's profound at what she does, and I admire her, and I want you to hear what she has to say and begin to trust what she is going to provide you with and, be have, and have her become one of your trusted advisors as well. With me today is Angela Sloan. Welcome to the show.
1: It's so good to be here. It's always good to see you. <laughs>
0: It's good to see you, too. I'm really, really delighted because I've spoken with you before. You are an amazing woman. You have accomplished so much, and you can identify with us individually as well as on the big scale. And recently, there has been something that we need to know about, and it's something that was just signed in here just within the last 30 days or so. By our own president and it was done often oftentimes there's so much going on within the news we turn it off and we don't know really the things that are happening that it really affect our lives and this is one of them. Can you share with us a little bit about the SECURE Act?
1: Sure this was this was signed by President Trump on December 20th 2019 and SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, is the um, or the initials for setting every community up for retirement enhancement act? Okay, that's what that stands for. And there's some good, there's some not so good that goes along with the act. Uh, so it, it affects IRAs, 401ks, you know, all your retirement plan, 529 plans, you know, your education plans. And there were some changes in just about every area but i want to focus in on you know how did it change iras well it changed the the required minimum distribution age from age 70 and a half until age 72. and you know the government saw more people are working past age 70 now we're healthier you know we let's face it i can remember my grandmother at my age she looked like an old lady (laughs) okay we're just living longer we're working longer we're thriving longer And the government saw that and said, okay, let's let's push that um, RMD age out to age 72. So if you were 70 and a half prior to December 31st, 2019, you had to do you had to do it under the old rule. If you don't turn 70 and a half until after January first, 2020, your new RMD age is 72. What they didn't change was the QCD the qualified charitable distribution is still at age 70 and a half, so they did not change that. I don't know if it got overlooked, it may be tweaked later, but the qualified charitable contribution is where you would take your, let's say you tithe regularly to your church, and you would tell your your IRA or your retirement plan, I want this much money sent to my church, and they make the check out directly from the IRA or the plan, to your church or your charity, and when you do your tax return, it, it the 1099 R is adjusted on the tax return, so you get your cake and eat it too. If you can't itemize your deductions, you still get the credit for giving to the charity and you get the higher standard deduction. So that is still at age 70 and a half that you can do that. And I, you know, as I'm sitting down with clients, I, I'll bet you this week, every client I have sat down with. I've had to explain this to them because it's, it's been on the books. The law's been there, but nobody's had, ha- nobody has explained it to them. So when I'm taking in new, new cases, I am going over this because you're missing a big opportunity. If you're not taking advantage of that qualified charitable distribution and you give to a charity or you tithe. So that's, so that, that's that you don't want to miss.
0: That's a really big plus right there, but the other is not.
1: Uh, which, which other?
0: So, the 72, that's another year
1: and a half. Well, well now that's, your, that's, your, that's when they, you, they say you have to start taking out of your IRA. You can start taking out at age 59 and a half without penalty.
0: Okay, so this is good to know
1: because- it's Required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. So the government's let you roll roll along all these years, and at age 70 and a half, they'd say, okay, gig's up. We want our tax money now. Okay, so based on your life expectancy, they would tell you how much you had to take out and go ahead and pay taxes on. Well, the percentage that you had to take out goes up every year, because they want, ideally, they want the money out and taxed by the time you die. And if, if you still have money in those accounts, when you die, and it goes to a beneficiary, the government follows the money with their handout, going, hey, we want our money from you. So if it goes to a spouse, the spouse is treated the same as you are. If it goes to anybody other than a spouse, so your children, the neighbor across the street, they would have to take it either uh, within five years or they could stretch it over their lifetime. So now you're not gonna have that requirement until age 72. So this pushed it out.
0: That's really interesting. That's a a good thing to know because- But
1: also now they took away the stretch, so they have to take it out within 10 years and that can be hard on the children.
0: Yes, it can.
1: So I tell anybody if you're charity minded and you want to leave something to a charity, leave them part of your your IRA or your 401k because charities don't pay taxes on that money. As a tax person and a financial advisor, I look at qualified plans as a toxic asset because you're leaving something behind. You're leaving somebody a tax issue. So whatever you're leaving them, Only 50, 60, maybe, maybe if they're lucky, 70% of it will be theirs because you've got to, you got to pay, you got to pay the government, you got to pay your state if you live in a, in a income tax state. So only a portion of it's going to, going to actually wind up going to the beneficiary because of the taxes and it depends on their tax rate. So if you have children that are, are pretty big income earners and then they inherit your say a $500,000 IRA, and they've got to take that and pay taxes on it within a 10-year period, uh, they might be in a hellacious tax bracket.
0: Okay. See, I think a lot of people don't know that. I think somebody thinks, okay, I'm going to inherit this money, and that's what I get. They don't realize that there's an inheritance tax. It's not not an
1: inheritance tax. It's an income tax. State tax is entirely different. So that's a whole other animal. We're only talking... Ordinary income tax.
0: Okay, good. I'm really glad you clarified that because this is really confusing. And if you don't know anything about this, this is why you need an advisor. You should
1: Absolutely. Need know. Absolutely. I see so many disasters happen that doesn't have to happen because people went off half cocked and didn't ask questions. And once you've done it, you've done it. You know, it's it's hard to to go back and fix it. Uh, It's much, much easier to do it right to start with. So I'm telling you, if you're charity-minded and you're going to leave something to a charity, leave part of that qualified money because charities won't pay taxes on it. This is interesting. To leave your kids' life insurance pays out tax-free. Just had this conversation at lunchtime with my youngest son and his wife. Um, So your life insurance pays out tax-free. They get stepped up bases on other assets like your real estate, your investment accounts. So their cost basis is the value of it, the day they inherit it. If they turn around and sell it, you know, shortly after your death, odds are they're not gonna have any income tax to pay, or if they do, it's very little.
0: Okay, so that's probably the smarter thing to do.
1: Yeah, so it's, it, it, when, when I'm sitting down with a client, I, they are my priority. But I also always have to say, and then what? And then what? What if they have money left Because at some point I'm going to be sitting there with their children and I want to make sure that I've covered all my bases because odds are they're going to pass something to their children and I want it to be as efficient as possible.
0: So is it possible then to leave it to like a grandchild who doesn't have income?
1: Sure, you can leave it to a grandchild, but they're going to have to pay taxes on it. Here's what you got to understand. Nobody's paid taxes on that money in that account. Uh-huh. Uncle Sam says, now you're you're 72 years old, gigs up. I want my tax money, folks. I've let you ride all this time. So you're gonna pay taxes on what you put in. You got you you're able to deduct what you put in. But the gains grew, and so now you're having to pay taxes on a lot more money, whereas you could have just paid taxes on what you put in. <laughs> you, know, you could have used Roth-type instruments and you wouldn't be paying taxes on what comes out, but that's not what happened. So we most use, of us use the qualified plans and got the employer matched. You never walk away from free money. That employer matches free money, okay? So even if you do a Roth 401k, the employer match goes into the pre-tax because the employer's deducting it from his tax return, you're gonna have to pay taxes on it when you start using it. You But the really- Roth portion come out tax-free.
0: The key word there was gains, meaning that that's untaxed money. And so if I could share with the audience, if you ever hear the word gains, that means you're going to have to pay tax at some point on it.
1: Right. If it's a gain, but the capital gains rate is usually much lower than the income tax rate. Okay. Okay.
0: That's really good to know. Now you said earlier, uh, life expectancy that, um, the government has and, From my, I know from uh, firsthand that you, that there is a life expectancy calculator. Yes. And many people don't know that that's available to them. And
1: your form life table that they have, and it's, it's printed. I mean, you can Google it. You can print it off. So at 70 and a half, they're saying you're going to live 27.4 years. And that's, that's where they combine male and female statistics. So at 70 and a half, you'd have your divisor, you take your balance as of December 31st, divide that by 27.4, and that tells you how much money you have to take out.
0: Okay, is that a standard number for everybody, 27.4?
1: I'm sorry? Is
0: that a standard number for everybody, 27.4?
1: That's the standard uniform life table that the IRS uses. That's okay. 70 and a half.
0: Okay, is that the same for Social Security?
1: No. Oh. Social Security, Social Security does not use that uniform life table.
0: Interesting. Okay, so I was getting on getting on confused.
1: That. Right. Social Security is based on your earnings. Um, so that's, that has nothing to do with it.
0: Okay, so uh, because I know that they have a calculator and that's the one I was thinking of. So we're talking about two completely separate things here. Right,
1: right. So, you know, back to the Secure Act. So now, so now that's changed for the beneficiaries. They have to take it out over a 10-year period. You can net your, your new RMD age is now 72. Um, then there's the 529 accounts that were impacted. So on the 529 accounts, it, now you can use up to $10,000 of what's in a, in a 529 account to pay off student loans. So that's, that's a positive.
0: Okay. Good thing.
1: Okay. Um, so it, you still have until, oh, being able to contribute to the IRA, that was another change. So it used to be that you could not contribute to an IRA once you turned 70 and a half, even if you were still working. That has now changed. Okay. If you were still working and you're 70 and a half or older, as long as you have in earned income, you can still contribute to the IRA. Okay. So that's, that's another positive change. So.
0: No. Let me ask you, with that change now, does that not only affect a person, the, the individual person, but as a whole in in our economy, is that positive to our economy?
1: As Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not sure I quite get the question.
0: So if we allow this Cap that has been there before, and we have more seniors that are putting into um, the IRA after the original cap. So, will that be beneficial to the the economy?
1: I don't think it's going to matter.
0: Okay, okay. So, this is something specific to the individuals. Um, th- yeah. This is that's kind of neat to know.
1: It's going to give them a tax deduction. Yeah, you know, money in the IRA, so that's a yes. positive. the individual
0: yes yes so there's a lot of things about this secure act and it's really if you were to hear it and based on the acronym hear the word community you would think that that is not applicable to yourself you would think that it that it was based on something that was being done uh, specifically to a community that this was not individualistic and this is definitely something it is right, right.
1: The another change they made was now you can do pooled employer plans, and pooled employer plans it, it's where the small businesses and I'm not going to get all into the dynamics of this because I'd like to concentrate on on the individuals that that watch your show, but it allows small employers to pull together even if they have no association. You can be scattered across the country. You can pull together for a retirement plan for your employees. It's called pooled employer plan under the Secure Act. Um, so I think that that could be something positive. I'm I'm kind of antsy to see exactly how that one's going to play out. Like, okay, so how do all these employers know each other? You know, <laughs> I mean, how are they going to know to pull together? You're going right. have to have somebody who's heading this thing up. You know, you're going to have to have a custodian, some somebody who's coordinating it. So they haven't released a whole lot of details on that one. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to play out.
0: So this is all effective January 1st, 2020,
1: right? Yes.
0: And this, and so this is really very interesting in how this has uh, been brought about and how we need to know this because the more, you know, the best you are able to utilize these things to your advantage. And if you don't know it, yeah, I mean, it's, so, it's really interesting how many things that are available to us that we could use to our advantage, and we don't, and the government ends up getting our money.
1: Right. And, and I'm going to give you an example. I've, I've had numerous people going back to the qualified charitable distribution, and I would tell them, look, go call your, your person, whether it's somebody online, you know, one of the, I, I, I'm trying not to name names here, you know, it doesn't matter who, wherever your IRA is, set the QCD up. They have to do a letter of instruction. you got to have the name, address, tax ID, number of the charity, et cetera. I've had numerous people call me back and say, well, my, my advisor said that it's just not worth it. And my answer to that is your advisor does not understand the taxes. Okay? You, uh, not worth it to who? <laughs> uh-huh. They're lazy. They don't want to take the time out. They, they, don't want to, they don't know that they have to do a letter of instruction. They don't know how to go about it. So my answer to that is it's time for you to be somewhere else. Okay. So the QCD to me is one of the biggest ones that's being overlooked. And I was explaining that to a lady this morning. She had heard me on the radio. She set up an appointment and came in immediately. I saw one here in the state of South Carolina, Uh once you blow out 65 birthday candles, you get a huge reduction on your um, property tax. She's 69 years old and had never gone down to take care of that. Oh. Four years of this, she's missed. She just retired wow. from the state. She was, she was a school teacher, so she just retired. She, well, you know, I was still working. I, you know, I've heard of that, but I was still working. Can I, could I have still done that if I was working? Well, of course you could. All you got to do is blow out 65 birthday candles for crying out loud. So that's probably just looking at her situation. That was probably seven or eight hundred dollars a year that she was missing out on. I can think of a lot better things to do with, you know, that much money every year. So a lot of people just miss things, not understanding. The QCD was another thing she was missing out on. She had never heard of it. She had two other financial advisors. Neither of them had ever told her this. She said, Well, you think the churches would know. I said, Look, I would love to go into the churches and explain this because they're missing it. Yes. They are missing it. I would love to go into the churches and explain this. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can I'm, get credit for, for giving to your church and have the higher standard deduction.
0: I've got to tell you, Angela, I have talked to over the course of you know the time that I've been employed or Uh, I'm retired now, but, and I had sought financial advisors and I can't tell you how many only wanted to know what my income ratio was and how much I could put into something. And if I didn't have anything to squeak out, they immediately dismissed anything that I needed to. It wasn't about what could we do to see if we could even slowly start moving ahead. It was, I mean, there was no, nothing that was given to me about educating me everything else was dismissed. And if I had someone that was educating me, I could trust them. And the more trust I would have in that person, it would allow me to be able to make some changes. When you don't trust somebody, you, you tend to hold on to everything you have. You don't right. let go of anything, including making a change, like, you know, like drinking less coffee every month so I can move and shift money. You, you tend to keep your patterns the same, but I want to talk to a, a couple more points about the SECURE Act real quick, and that is about the part-time workers that are eligible to now participate in retirement plans that weren't before.
1: Right, it, you know under the old rule, you had to work full-time three out of 12 months, or three, out of, three out of the 12 months to be able to start putting money in. Okay. Now you have to work part-time three out of the 12 months to be able to start participating in the plan.
0: Okay. Okay, this is really good, because a lot of people, part-time, are wanting to get as many benefits as they can, but there are reasons that they're working part-time, and so this is really advantageous for them. Um,
1: Remember, the reason that employers went to a lot of part-time people is so that they didn't have to give them benefits.
0: Yes, you're right. You're <laughs> so,
1: right. so you had a lot of. Uh, do, do you ever go to a store? And I think about one, one in particular, big box, big store, a humongous chain. And everybody there was part time. Nobody cared what was going on in the store. Hey, I'm just part time. I'm out of here. In, you know, two or three hours, whatever. Now you go into that same store. Guess what? You're checking yourself out. <laughs> you're going through the cell Yes. Box. So, so so, many of these great big stores had gone to part-time people because they didn't have to give them benefits. They didn't have to give them health insurance. They didn't have to give them a retirement plan. So, so that kind of changes the dynamic a little bit with the retirement plan.
0: Okay. Th- that's a really good thing to think about too, because I was on the track of people with other things going on and you've got a good point on the flip side of that. And with that, the act is also mandating that uh, non-spouses inherit IRAs take distributions that end up emptying the account in ten years.
1: And and they they're also allowing a five hundred dollar credit for the small employer who implements a plan for full time or part time. So so that's another okay. nice benefit for the employer.
0: Okay. These are some really interesting points and. Here is something that I'm a little bit confused with um, and maybe you can share this with me because one of the one of the confusing things for people who are talking about and learning about the difference between 401 Ks and 403 B's and annuities and CDs and things like this. when I make this statement this may be confusing. The Act allows 401k plans to offer annuities
1: yes yes so
0: maybe we can uh just kind of delve into that just a little bit
1: the annuities with and i prefer the ones with the income rider but anyway you can get into different kind of product all day long however the the annuity is the only way you can get guaranteed income for life and okay. you know if i'm out there shopping i want I want increasing income. I want you, because you have to have inflation adjusted income. You can start one today and you, it looks like good income five years from now when inflation's eaten at it, it's not so nice. Okay. So you have to have something that increases. So it's, so it's, it's a way, it's the fiduciary safe Harbor, Harbor, um, selection of lifetime income provider, which is, it's still an annuity. Okay. So it's kind of covering the, the fiduciary's tail. Because what happened in two thousand eight?
0: Yes, yeah. yes, that Not was either, devastating.
1: Either going to retire that year, trying to retire, whatever, and all of a sudden this hits. So a lot of people couldn't retire. I had people I yeah. couldn't retire for another ten years. They had to keep working. Mm-hmm. What about those who are already retired and depending on that stock market for income? Yeah, and that was years. and for years and years and years. And I actually early on got poo pooed for this. You know, my my peers. I'm like, hey, you can say what you want to. When I don't care what's going on in the world out there, I don't care what kind of virus outbreak, I don't care what nature's doing, I don't care whether the terrorists are behaving, I don't care what political party's in power, I don't care what's going on. You got to have money to eat and pay those bills. Those basic expenses, I always get the basic expenses covered with guaranteed inflation-adjusted income. Anything over and above those basic living expenses, we can take risk, that's fluff money, okay? I want those basic expenses covered. Guaranteed, inflation adjustment, lifetime income. I also want to know that if my client dies sooner than later, whatever they have left is going 100% to their heirs. Okay, I don't want anybody with their hand in my client's pocket and especially when they die.
0: That is really good to know. Now, are annuity, annuities taxable as if, a tax?
1: Okay, if if they are set up as IRAs, of course, anything going in an IRA is going to be taxable. And okay. you can set them up as IRAs. If you use non-qualified money for the annuity, the interest portion will be taxable when you when you start taking the money.
0: Okay. So, I want to mention this to the audience right now. If this all just confused you. This is why you need to talk to Angela, because there is a lot to this. There's a lot of components that are really important here that will be able to protect you. This is important. This is your money. And there's a lot of things that go on with your money. There's things that allow you to protect your money and really don't in the future when you're, when you cash out or when you're going to roll it over or when it's going to be rolled to your heir. These are all things that you need to think about. We all need to think about. And if you're talking to somebody that doesn't have the right information or has limited knowledge on the information, you're not getting everything that you need to know to protect your assets. And take the last three letters off of what I just said, because this is really (laughs) important stuff. Okay, so um, there's so much more. You're
1: talking about your livelihood here. How can you take a chance? You don't know what the market's gonna give you when it comes to income. You you don't know that. Know that you're going to have those basic living expenses covered,
0: yes. And I want to point out something too life it's not only the economy that can change, your life can change at any moment, and you don't know what's going to happen. Let me tell you a personal experience. I don't share this very often, but as a retired police officer, here's what happened in my world I had to medically retire, I was I mean, you have to prepare for this. I'm lucky. I was where I was at. I was blessed actually with where I was at, but I was not hundred percent prepared because the doctor, when I went to the doctor's office, he said, this is it for you. And I had to go to my sergeant that day and say, this is it. Then that was it. Right then and there that can happen to any one of us at any given moment. Our life can change and you need to be able to know what you're going to do with your finances. And if you have a family, what do you do that day? It's ironic. Yes. And if you're a senior, what are you going to do then? We all need to be prepared mentally and financially to be able to sustain ourselves for sometimes 30 days sometimes 60 days and sometimes for whatever amount of time especially if we want it to be at the comfort level that we're currently at and so with that being said angela i would like the our my listeners and those who are cer- certainly turning in tuning in for the first time and hopefully becoming established listeners how they can connect with you because i think you're the right person for the audience to connect with so would you give them your information
1: sure You can go to our website which is www.sloanfinancial.net you can also call us it's Um, 1-800-298-2892 you can like i said email us through the website if you have questions and i'll be glad to help any way that i can we we have clients all across the country so don't feel like well gee she's all the way in south carolina and i'm in Oregon because I do have clients in Oregon thank you so it doesn't matter where you are just give us a call you know I'm glad to help any absolutely I mean just any way that I can
0: I just love talking to you because you are such an encyclopedia of information and I know that you understand what we're going through because you experienced it firsthand absolutely I haven't talked to anybody, Angela, that understands it like you do. And I am just delighted and blessed to be connected with you. And I thank you so much for being with us today. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: And I wanna thank all of you for tuning into another episode of Rebecca Sounds Probably. Today we talked about you being secure and knowledgeable with the SECURE Act. So I want you to get in touch with everybody you know, especially your family members, and get secure. And how you can do that is be coming more educated with your finances. And you can do that by connecting with Angela Sloan. I want you to do this, whether it is With this or anything else about your finances, I trust her and I want you to trust her too. But not only that, I want you to get connected with me because I want to provide you as many tools and resources as I can to help you move in a forward direction and get your life healthy. So tune in more often and share this episode and every other one with all of your friends, family, everybody you know, and all of those that you don't. Thanks for tuning in.